that, that all right, guys. I, I'm gonna be real with you here. I'm finally ready to accept the fact that Malik is gone, and he's most likely not. He's not coming back. So, <coughs> oh God, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hi what? guys, I'm back. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hots a Podcast. This episode is very special because we have the welcoming of two people. First off, we're going to welcome back Malik. Welcome hey, back. Hey, thank you for telling everyone that I died, apparently. <laughs> uh, from what I heard, that you made it seem like that I had just, like, had, like, somehow died. And Look, like... <laughs> I addressed that last episode that you were not dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm so happy to be back. Uh Dealt, dealt with some personal stuff, but I am now back inside of all of your brains and your listening ear muscles. I don't know where I'm going with this. Someone take it away from me. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, Malik is back, everybody, and we're we're also going to be welcoming our our brand new guest, um, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce you all to Nick Jones. Howdy. In case you all don't know, Nick Jones is the voice actor for Chowder. Oh my god. Indeed I indeed I am. Indeed I did that. He's also I, a really good guy too. Well I appreciate that. <laughs> we don't gotta we don't gotta start saying lies though. We don't gotta start you <laughs> bro, know. Bro, are you kidding? You've been nothing but awesome since I met you. <laughs> do my best, I do my best. This this is such a it's such like a wild thing. Like I never thought like when we started this podcast, like holy crap, we got like one of like the like act like the voice actors for like one of our like favorite cartoons as well because like, i had maintained that like amazing world of gumball like like chowder walked so that show could run because the humorous is so similar <laughs> like it's right well, there i i i absolutely love that show too it's such a shame because you know it's, it's like a bittersweet thing because mm. of course i did the pilot for amazing world of gumball did you but really? then could it yes <laughs> If you look up the pilot, if you if you look up the pilot for Amazing World of Gumball, I play Gumball in the pilot episode. But then, due to just a lot of um, a lot of scheduling stuff with me, as in I was like 15, getting ready to go into high school, and moving to England wasn't really in the cards. Because <laughs> uh. that was the thing. That was the deal. Was that I had to, I could take the job, but me and mom would have to go. And spend, I, I can't remember, I think it was like six to eight months in England because they wanted to do, or in the UK, because they wanted to do the first episode, uh, or the first season at least, you know, all in person, like we did it in Chowder. Oh, and, wait, you know, I, they, I was going to ask you that. You guys were in person for Chowder? Yes, yes. So, a, lot of, a lot of shows actually do that. A decent amount of shows that aren't like anime and stuff will we'll do the show... Um, all in one room. I actually didn't know that because it was. I kind of had the idea because I met. Um, have you ever you ever played Gears of War, Nick? Yes. Um, I met the voice actor for Carlos at Fan Expo uh, earlier this year, and he was saying that um, you know when it came to voice acting for that game, everybody recorded in different rooms. Except that, for him and John DiMaggio, because they were just really good friends. That also is a different medium, though. I would assume. So that is true. so. 
I've done movies, I've done video games, and I've done Chowder, which is really the only major show I've done besides like pilots and stuff here and there. TV shows, like cartoons, especially Cartoon Network produced, like Western sort of cartoons, those are the ones that are more, because a lot of like, you know, if you get stuff with anime, everyone who's recording for anime does it all by themselves. Yeah. But, but for cartoon shows like Chowder and Flapjack and all those stuff, you're typically always in the room. Beast Wars, good example. Oh yeah. You're in you're in the 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 the, the room with all the actors. Ah, that's really cool. So it, so it is just like the scene with the car wash. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah. That, that. So I actually I actually had a guy because I did a video I did a TikTok about that of me like looking at it you know however many years later and he's going oh still weird. I had a guy comment <laughs> on that video saying. I recently learned that this is all a lie. They don't actually do that. And I go, nope, we did it. <laughs> like movies and anime, because that's the popular thing, right? A- anime is what's popular right now and everyone. So there's so much difference between how you record an anime and how you record a cartoon because we did the recording before the show was animated. Yeah, really? We, you know, like, like we, recording is pretty much, you know, they, they write it, they storyboard it, and then the next the next uh, ingredient is our voice. Because oh. they'll take, they'll take, at least, at least for, again, all I can say is for Chowder, because that's all I've done of any note, is at least for Chowder, they would take our voice inflections and animate based on that, like, like small little details here and there. So that's how they get it, so that like the characters actually look like they're saying what they're, what they're actually saying? Yes. That, oh, okay. That's cool. That's why, that's why if you ever, if, now a lot of good, a lot of voice actors in anime are incredible, and you can't tell the difference. But if you ever watch a, which if you ever watch a dub of an anime, and there's maybe a voice actor that isn't at the same level as some of the other ones, that it sounds like he's just talking to himself. That's because he is. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, now you might notice it if you ever watch a dub of an anime, and you're like, oh, that one character sounds kind of distant and just, you know, not like the others. Well, that's because he's probably not as experienced. And he's not, or he's not used to talking to himself, because that's the other thing too. It can be a bit of a transition. Whenever I did, um, they like video games and stuff, yeah. like Fusion Fall. That was just me. Oh my god! Just a lot. <laughs> memory. For, I that about was Fusion Fall. Oh that was god. me in a room for like hours, just sounding like an insane person. Like, <laughs> my, my thing is that, like, how you just unlocked Malik's memory of Fusion Fall, that can't happen because I just talked about Fusion Fall earlier this week, like two oh days ago. <laughs> um, what happened yeah. was a buddy of mine posted a picture of what Dexter from Dexter's Lab would have looked like with different animation styles. And one of them was Teen Titans. So mm. I looked at it. I'm like, dude, Teen Titans Dexter is just Fusion Fall Dexter. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wasn't um I remember seeing an image, wasn't Ed from Ed and Eddie looked like freaky in like Fusion Fall or something Every like that? Was freaky in Fusion yeah. Fall. I've never actually. The funny thing is, is I remember that day pretty vividly. I have never, ever heard my dialogue from Fusion Fall. I've never seen my character. I don't know a single thing about what I did really? in Fusion Fall because I never played it. Oh. I never played. See, I was I was too busy with World of Warcraft. 
That makes so. Sense. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny. I always wanted to play World of Warcraft, but I was a broke kid, so I could only play Fusion Fall. Cause it was free. <laughs> there you go. I mooched uh, off my brother's account for a while, but then I finally got my own one. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, uh, one uh, one question I, I I always had was there a certain episode of Chowder that like you felt just didn't get the recognition it deserved like an episode that's like your personal favorite that you felt like just didn't like that you don't really see people like talk about that much you know so the, the well my personal favorite episode which i feel like enough people talk about is uh grubble gum yeah I that's my favorite that on one tiktok a few times yeah that that's my favorite mainly because that's based off a game that me and carl played oh really it's based off a game called katamari damasi Oh, it's okay. specifically based off that because Carl loved Katamari Namasi. In fact, the instruments for the theme is in the episode when the giant gumball first starts. If you oh. like, if you if you watch the intro for the first Katamari Damacy game, and you hear that it's it's they wanted to they wanted to go even further because that song has lyrics. Like you've probably heard it, like na 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 na. It's like a catchy tune. They, I remember Carl telling me they tried to find that guy. They tried to get, <laughs> they tried to, they tried to get, they, they really wanted to go as far as getting him into the, into the show, but they couldn't do it. I'm sure it was a licensing thing too, because that is a, you know, that's a song. Like it's an actual song, whoever owns it, uh, Bandai or whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong, too. That one starts with Chowder eating everyone, doesn't it? Yes, that that one. That's one of those. That's one of those great, like, uh, yeah. like um, the. Uh, I always, I always um, said it like the Twilight Zone stuff, because Chowder had a decent amount of that, where it just like, um, like the Cinnamini monster, ends in like a Twilight episode, where it's like, Mom, I want to go home. This is home now, Chowder. This is home. I got like you traumatized me as a kid. I was. This is home now. <laughs> it's oh it's too God. great. Yeah. Like, oh so they, they 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 there was more of that in the the early in the first season. It kind of sort of went away. Yeah. In the in the second and third season, like there was a lot of changes. So there was a lot of that like weird Twilight Zone era stuff in like the first uh, season, but then they kind of sort of phased it out as it went along, because they had a lot, they did a lot, they actually did that a lot with stuff, like, in season three, Truffles is pretty much non-existent, because I guess people thought that she was either too mean or whatever the hell, so Truffles is, is very, she's still in there, obviously, but she's very selectively used. That's just kind of a thing with animation, though, like, a lot of shows are like that, like, you know, in the start of Family Guy, Meg wasn't always the punching bag, you know, like... Or in The Simpsons, Homer was actually relatively smart in the first couple seasons. Yeah. He got dumber as yeah. the show went on, you know? Randy wasn't really a character in the first season of South Park. It, it is interesting to see how those things, like, do evolve. They, they do that for a lot of stuff. Like, you know, if you ever watch, like, uh, one of my favorite shows that isn't a cartoon, Parks and Recreation, Chris Pratt's oh. character, <laughs> Chris Pratt's character, Andy, he's stupid. He's, like, not the smartest guy in the first season. But then, like, pretty much from the second season on, he's just the dumbest person on the planet. Yeah, I've and heard it's still, about that. And it's still pretty funny, because Chris Pratt plays it pretty well, but that's, that is, it is, it is a, enti it is a difference. <laughs> You're like, okay, this character was not like this. <laughs> like, like there, were, there, were, there, were, there were signs, of course, but it's, it is a huge difference from season one to two of how just 
ridiculously stupid he is. Yeah, that, um, the same thing with, like, I didn't really watch Parks and Rec. Um, I still haven't. I've been meaning to, but I just haven't gotten around to it. But, like, uh, what I usually compare it to is, is The Office, because I love The Office. And, um, you know, the same could be said for, like, um, Ed Helms' character, Andy. Like, oh, mm. Where he starts That's off like hang, he's he's a bit of he's a bit annoying and he's got anger issues and then he just slowly develops into like a really likable yep. character and then just in the last season all of a sudden he's a, kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, that's see that's that's one that I always get flack for because I've never I've I've seen tons of episodes of The Office, but yeah. I've never like sat down and watched it all. See, I get flagged for Parks and Rec, so it's like yeah, <laughs> there you same. Go. <laughs> I, we have a lot of friends who love Parks and Rec. It's, I mean, you know, it's not like it, like I'm never one of those people like, oh my god, you need to watch this. It's the most. <laughs> incredible. I mean, it's good. It's a good TV show. It's funny. You know, it's got fun characters. But you there know. is there is one joke that does get me when I saw a clip of it. It's um uh, oh this is like it's it's when they're talking to that restaurant. And they're like oh this is like a child's drink. This is massive. No, it's the size of a child. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one, they, the, like, that one does give, that's very They're like funny. fighting diabetes episode or whatever the hell. We're <laughs> like, this is a child size. No, it's the size of a child. <laughs> so, uh, we were we were talking... Uh, go ahead, Malik. I was, uh, another episode that comes to mind of Chowder that I actually absolutely adored was um, when Chowder got, like, too smart and realized they were in a cartoon and turned um, it into like um, oh. brain food. Yes, brain food. <laughs> he turns it into like a like respectable show. I mean, he made like he made someone like a car salesman. <laughs> I think if I, it's it's been a while since I watched uh, the stuff, but I believe like he like. <laughs> he like has a talk show. He like has a talk show where he wants to like where he wants to engage in like in like intelligent conversations. And then it, like Monk's like, this is boring as hell. What the yeah. fuck? This is horrible. Like <laughs> so, he was talking to the carrot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah oh, man. Yeah. So I, I I feel like you've kind of already answered this question, but I know a lot of people like. I've been listening to the Boy Meets World podcast a lot lately just because I love Boy Meets World. Um, it's a good show. Great show. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you agree on that. <laughs> that makes I grew so up happy. with that. Grew up with that show. But um, my thing is, is that, like, they, surprisingly, a lot of them didn't watch the show, like, as it aired. And I was curious on if you watched Chowder when it aired. So when it first started airing, um... Me and my, my cousin would come over, and we'd watch it. I'd say we did that for, like, the first season. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just sort of stopped. Because I was still, I was, like, still, like, super busy and stuff. And, and freaking, I never watched, I, well, I would watch cartoons when I was younger. Like, yeah. Boston's Home for Imaginary Friends and Courage of Calory Dog, Group Adventures of Billy and Mandy. But for the most part, I, I didn't, like. so good. Oh, they're all great. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, I didn't actually spend a lot of time, like, watching shows i was more like a like a video game person and stuff like that like i didn't really watch in movies i was more into movies oh yeah you know so i I actually didn't watch too much tv it's weird because like as a kid i watched a lot of tv but like nowadays i'm more inclined to just throw on a movie than anything like as i get older I'm kind of in the same boat where it's like TV. Like I still have my shows I like, but like I've kind of gravitated more towards either like books or movies or also like video games. 
for me, it's pretty much now, like, and this is not a surprise to anyone who knows me, <laughs> and it's definitely not to you, Tyler, is the fact that it's pretty much music now for me. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. Dude, your CD <laughs> collection is massive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, awesome. it's, it's, I just, if I'm doing anything, like, I'm, we mentioned it earlier, but I recently got back into World of Warcraft again. That was a horrible mistake. Because <laughs> now I'm addicted, and it's terrible. That's usually how it goes, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's the whole reason why I can't hop on MapleStory anymore like I used to <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> like, see, my poison was a little thing called Dragon Fable back in middle school, and like I recently re-upped them. Like, am I going to spend 20 bucks of my adult money for the dragon? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that. Oh, man. I, I just had... I speak Good not to go off a tangent, but speaking of like doing things with adult money i just posted a tiktok about it because like six months ago i did my reservation for the steam deck and that popped today oh nice hey but it's oh, like it's God. like it's like you know like i just got done moving and the stuff is still traditioning it's like like that that like i did that when i got like my tax returns so i was like <laughs> i was like i was like oh this is of course, this is nothing. No, no problem at all. Dude, <laughs> I wish I could have spent it. I wish I could have spent it all then, but now I'm like, <laughs> That's how I am with Hasbro, and that's the danger of pre-ordering things where yes. you don't take the money out right away. Yes, absolutely. Like, um, Hasbro has a very, like, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that they don't take the money out as soon as I pre-order it, but it always hits at the worst times. Yep. I'm so glad when I backed Star Saber that they took that out almost immediately. Like, because I had it at the time. I'm like, yeah, I got it. We can do this. And then they did. And I was like, good. <laughs> I I specifically don't pre-order stuff anymore because of that. And to be fair, I actually thought that there, for whatever reason, I thought there was an option to like, okay, I not only want to reserve this, I would like to pay for it yeah. all right now. But there wasn't. And I was still pretty, like, excited for it. But six months later, you know, it's like, <laughs> I still, I, I was thinking about it all day. And I made the decision like an hour ago. Like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it. And if I don't like it, I can return it or I can sell it secondhand because they're still hard to get. So it's like, I want to see how much I actually use it. And I, you know, but then I was making the joke. It's like, man, what a terrible time for this thing to pop because now I'm addicted to WoW again. My, uh, my co-worker got his, and he like brings things. I work at a Target. He just, I just see him in the back. He's like playing Elden Ring and Spider-Man. Just like, man, man, just having those games at your disposal. I can't. Ooh, that's too much. That's, yeah, I that would be sick. <laughs> I know, I right? I'll, I'll get hit by a car. I can't. Oh, <laughs> see, but to me, to me, it's like, it's like. <sighs> It's like two things. It's like it's like oh, it's kind of like a second smaller computer, but for me, really, it's a it's a relax, leisure, lay in bed. Cause I'm gonna be real with you guys right now. I am that thing's not leaving my house. I'm never. It's like too expensive. <laughs> I don't bury you. I, I wouldn't want to take it out either. I will never. That thing might never leave my room, let alone my house. Dude, Switch <laughs> has never been out in public. Like it's been done yes. at people's houses, but that's about it. <laughs> Same. I I have my, the, the the Switch has been on a road trip. And that is, that's it. <laughs> I, I took my Switch, I take my Switch places all the time. Like, the case is so warm, because I do like playing it. Uh, I came, like, I, when I first got it, I took that thing everywhere, because like, I kept playing it. I, I, it sits at home more, but I remember, Tyler, you were there. I, we took it to a Halloween party. Yeah, that and, was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, and I, like, left the room for a bit 
came back and my switch was broken and I oh my no gosh one and no one fessed up I up just like all right I, I went to like a tech store and got it repaired thankfully but that was annoying yeah unfortunately yeah. you know when you take it to something like a Halloween party and it's at somebody who like you know she's a fr- the, the the person whose Halloween party we went to it's like a family friend to our friend. So, uh, there was just a bunch that's of kids. Totally on you then. I don't know what the oh, hell yeah. you were thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I I, I paid my money. You I were pre-gaming it. or something because there's no way a Superman <laughs> makes that decision. Like yeah, I do want to take this here. Oh my god, yeah. It was it was it was bad, but you know. <laughs> hey, at least you got it all sorted. That's that's far yeah. better than anything I've ever had, in the success rate I've had with Nintendo. Any, any sort of thing I've ever had with Nintendo, they just told me to F myself. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I Yeah, I, I was able to find like a second-hand store. I, I, we're, it was, what's that store called we went to? It's, is it ga- not Game the it's Systems. It's Classic Game place? Junkie. Classic oh, okay. Game Okay, game okay. Game that, makes, that, that makes far more sense. Cause, yeah, so. they do like console repairs and stuff there, so he was able to they, get the screen fixed. Yeah, I got that repaired just in time for my trip to Florida. That was that was very lucky. Um, I actually wanted to ask. I, you said you did video game work. Well, I'm. Which like, is there any like video games that, like stick out or like? Uh, yeah, because I was. I didn't know that you went into video games. Well, I mean, I guess when I said that, I guess that was a little bit of a. Uh, well, I'd done video game work as then I did the fusion fall thing. I was gonna say, oh. did you mean fusion fall? <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds cooler. It's like it's like I own a business. It's just like you know, I I, I sell my shit. But I own a business because that's what the government tells me I do. So yeah, I own I own a business. So I refer to it. The one that sticks <laughs> out to me is that you said you've done movies. Okay, so for movies, I have done a remarkable amount of ADR work. What is that? That is ooh, audio something recording. Basically, it's whenever you record after. So a perfect example of this. Do you guys did you guys ever watch the first Hellboy film? Yes, I haven't. So, you remember? Not you, Tyler. You remember <laughs> Abe Sapien, mm-hmm. the fish guy. Yes. That, the actor playing him, and his voice are two different people. Now, in the second one, it was actually uh... Paul. I forget his name. It's Paul something. He's an amazing actor. He does some of the greatest suit and suit acting, and he's just a really great actor in general. He was the he was the fish he, in uh, <laughs> Fish Shape of Water, wasn't he? Yes, he was, and he was yes. the, the 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 weird uh, um, Minotaur thing in uh, what was that other Guillermo del Toro film? No, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Thank you. He was both the creepy hand guy, eye hands man, and the like goat guy. Anyway, <laughs> he's a cool dude. He's a, I don't know him personally, but I know he's a cool <laughs> dude. Anyway, he, because of Hellboy 1, he actually has it in his contract now where if he's in a role, you're, like, no one's going to be voicing over him. They rectified it in Hellboy 2, and it's actually amazing how similar. Like, you can't even, watching Hellboy 1 and Hellboy 2, I mean, I really can't tell there's a different voice. So it really, you know, begs the question, why do that in the first place? But whatever. So ADR work is when you do voice stuff after the fact pretty much pretty much i'm not going to say all audio but 98 percent of audio you hear in a film is not on set recorded oh yeah it's it's all done effects and stuff like that well i'm talking about the dialogue oh really dialogue it is very now now obviously older films but so pretty much everything like you know from like the late 90s to now so much of the dialogue in movies is ADR work. 
I didn't know that. That's yes. That, that's blowing my mind. It is so, so much of it is redone. In Now, there are filmmakers who, 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 who live and die by, you know, gotta get it on set. And, and pretty much ADR work, when you do something on set and you're going in to do ADR work, you are matching exactly your take on set. They will tell you, you know. So the on set take is still incredibly important because that is what you are matching. They will say to you, <laughs> you sounded different on set. Yeah, you need to sound like you did on set. This isn't the time to be creative. <laughs> you need to sound like you did the day of. They are very particular about that. <laughs> but because with, with on set filming, there's so much you know, noise and shit going on. So they always want to get clean audio, but they will, they will, <laughs> hell or high water, you have to say it exactly like you did on the day. And of course they'll play it back for you, but you know, it's like, it's very particular. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of dialogue you hear in movies is recorded later with ADR. That's really so I did a lot of ADR work. I, there's a movie called Aeon Flux okay. that I did pretty much Whenever you hear a kid talking, laughing, cheering in that film, that is me. I did pretty much every kid in Aeon Flux. I myself have never even seen the film, but I know I'm in it a lot. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've, I've never I've, even heard of it. Yeah. It, it, it's this. like a, it sounds like a very dick thing. I never heard of the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's like a. It was released in theaters. It was, it's like a science fiction, weird film but anyone anyone who's listening who's ever seen it if you hear when you hear kids being happy screaming whatever the heck that's me <laughs> i did i did a whole day of just children sounds in aeon flux see when you aeon were saying... flux is a heroine in a sexy and futuristic cartoon <laughs> that's all it says <laughs> um when, uh... it, it did have like a, it did have, i remember that it had like a like a futuristic goth-looking chick on there on the cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MTV That's Network. Not to draw anybody in. <laughs> <laughs> goth girls, isn't that what's in right now? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> you come to the right show. It is for me, me at least. Uh, no. It is for me. It's for me as well. You come to the right. Tyler's got that whole midwestern thing going on. Yeah, that's something I didn't realize that I needed in my life um, until <laughs> did it on TikTok and it just unlocked something in me and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm not proud I do, of it. I do like all this. It's like, why am I liking all these videos? I just can't stop. There's, <laughs> there's a chick on TikTok who does like Midwestern, Midwestern dirty talking and I'm like, why does this unlock? Why did this just unlock something in me? Why I did I like learn it. something about myself today? Oh, oh. Like, I'm not proud of this. <laughs> You're going to think about this while I try to go to sleep at night and wonder what's so, wrong like, with me. You know? you know the soccer mom from the Tom and Jerry Fast and the Furious movie? <laughs> it's that, yeah. <laughs> but um, when you were talking about ADR work, it made me think of... The first thing, uh, that, like, when you were describing it, it made me think of how, like, a lot of musicians and stuff like that will actually... They will sing, like random songs and stuff like that that go into a catalog that TV shows and such can use for whatever they want, like background music and stuff like that. And um, one of the prime examples of that is, uh, have you ever watched Teen Titans Go? No. Uh, I, I've watched the original T Teen Titans, but never the new Go version. 
Well, Teen Titans Go, they had one episode where they needed to fill like eight seconds of, of a time slot. So what they did for it was uh, the one like music producer, um, Peter McHale, he pulled from a catalog uh, a song called Night Begins to Shine. And it was by this band called BER, just three dudes that were thrown together and didn't even know each other just made this song for this catalog. And um, they basically, like, that song took off. That eight seconds that, like, that eight seconds that they played on Teen Titans, like, go, everybody was like, what song is that? I need to know what song this is. So then that led them to make an episode about it called uh, 80%, 80%, 20%. And then from there, they've done two specials about the fucking song. What? And like, that seems a little over. That seems like a little much. Band. I know there's. I know there's a lot of people that do like music for like like royalty free music and stuff, but I never heard of just bands like being Frankenstein together just to make songs <laughs> for like a catalog that random people can be like, ah, oh, you know, I do need a fucking Another song prime right now. Is, have you ever you ever have you ever watched Game Grumps on YouTube? Uh, I I watched it a little like way back in the day, like when JonTron was on there. Okay. Um. Well, the guy that they got to replace John Dan, uh, Danny, he's uh in a band that he calls Ninja Sex Party. He years ago did the same thing where he filmed the song for a catalog, and years later, I think it was back in like 2016 or something like that. Somebody was watching like a weird off-brand Netflix show, um. And they actually used his music for, like, the background <laughs> of a restaurant scene. And that's awesome. It was just, it's really cool. I'm like, that's interesting that, like, musicians do that, you know? Well, I mean, if it pays well, you know, I mean, especially nowadays, I mean, you know, being a band and being a musician is, like, you know, it's shit tough. pay. <laughs> like, yeah. like you tough. can't just, you can't just, because of streaming and stuff, which is why I'm so big into, like, collecting CDs and stuff, is because, you know, like, I love the music so i want to support the band as much as i can because streaming is like a it's a whole thing of wow that doesn't it's so it's nice for us it's awesome for the consumer for sure but it really does nothing for for unless you're incredibly huge does nothing for a band yeah i um my thing is like a side thing that i collect um it's not as big as my transformers collection obviously but um you know it's it's kind of there i have a vinyl collection um, there you go. So there's a band that I like. I'll buy a couple of their vinyls and stuff like that, you know, because I love vinyls. One day I'll be a vinyl guy. Until then, Funko <laughs> the, I, So the only reason you. I'm not into vinyl is because, to me, there is it, it, vinyl is only, like, you can only, like, be, to me, of course, and, and I'm trying to downsize everything. Obviously, I'm trying to sell all my Transformers and stuff, so it's like I, I'm into downsizing. There's like there's like a certain limit you can hit with vinyl because they're so much bigger than CDs. Yeah. And also, if you want to play them, well, you know, you have to like everyone is like, oh, if you get it, if you get a collector's edition vinyl, you can't play it because you don't want to ruin it. Yeah, you don't want to scratch it. You don't want to scratch the vinyl. <laughs> I like CDs because there's no worrying about that. And I still and I still to this day like not as much because. Apple Music has everything, almost. But there'll still be things that I... Like, stuff that isn't on Apple Music that I'll chuck in my computer and get, you know, the files and listen to it that way from a CD. So it serves, like, multiple purposes. There's a... There's a... There's one song 
out, it was actually on the uh, the Netflix Marvel show, well now Disney Plus Marvel show, I guess Luke Cage. It was called like uh, Angel by Raphael Sadiq, and for some reason, <clears throat> excuse me, the song was never released like digitally. Like it was only on the special edition of the vinyl, and like, ah. and that's just it was so annoying because I could because like whenever I wanted to hear the song on YouTube, it'd have like this weird like edit it it would be like the audio would be like really edited from the show because there was yep. like dialogue over top of it and so like it was just like this weird thing where i'm like man what a cool thing though it's 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 cool because it's like it's, it makes the vinyl even more special but it's like dang it i really like that song and i want to so, listen to it i absolutely know what you're going through because there is a i'm really into like uh this probably stems from me just being exposed to it because of transformers and stuff and that's because i'm really into like japanese metal and there's so much of that that just isn't on streaming. So <laughs> I have I've spent a decent amount of money on CDs from Japan to like <laughs> websites like Baiyi and stuff oh, oh. to specifically get the CD, rip it to my computer, and then have it on my phone. Best example, and no one will ever get this reference because this is such an obscure reference, but there is a there's a PlayStation Vita game. Oh boy, we're starting. We're starting. Oh, yeah. oh we're boy. starting small. There's a PlayStation Vita game. The best PlayStation Vita game. I argue the best game of all time, called Army Corps of Hell. It's like a combat monster hunter Pikmin game because it plays like Pikmin, but it's very crafty, like monster hunter, and it's also very arcadey. The whole and the whole premise is you are the Lord of Hell, and you have your goblin army, and you have to take back hell <laughs> so very very metal and the entire soundtrack is just really obscure japanese metal bands and uh one of them is and so a lot of the stuff is like you can find on streaming like gods and death and survive and stuff like that but there's one band that did two eps and then disappeared off the face of the planet there's a band called ghouls attack and they had the best song on that album, and I remember searching for. I made an Instagram post about it too, when I finally found. It. I made a. <laughs> I searched for years for this really obscure EP, Japanese melodic death metal EP that came out in 2011. So, and I think I ended up like, like a CD. You know, it's like 10, 15 bucks. <laughs> I think I ended up paying like 60, <laughs> and they get it like shipped. One of the more expensive CDs I've ever bought. My uh, my personal favorite band is a um, I guess they're, they're yeah they're an indie alt they're not like they 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 do indie rock but to me like they're pretty big like they were I don't even know if you describe them now but um uh, they're called TV on the radio I think they're still active um they have plans for a tour but like their last album I think came out in like 2014 and like mm. I just like I just haven't been able to like find one like I me and Tyler went to a vinyl store the other day and I was going through like the alt section I saw a TV in there I'm like oh snap the TV and radio absolutely empty like nothing there I'm like come on like, I want <laughs> something damn it I knew I, I sometimes well a great uh, website for that is a website called Discogs it's what I do it's it, it's not just CDs, it's vinyl and cassettes, it's everything music related. Mm. And you know you're fucked when you're on Discogs and you search up something and it's not there. You're like, oh, oh shit. Because oh, it, is, it is the most, there are some of the most obscure 
things, and I've actually contributed a decent amount to it as well, because it's basically a whole data database of people putting their stuff up and getting it all cataloged. I think I've put, I think I've added like four, five CDs that I had that weren't on there. Oh, nice. And, uh, but it is, it is, I mean, there, it is such a robust thing. And anytime I'm really interested in, uh, in, a, in like a, like a obscure, like, melodic death metal album or something like that and i'll see it's it's two things it's one it's not there at all you're like well shit but then the worst part is is it's there and then you look at the marketplace it's like oh this album's like 13 years old there on the marketplace has never been sold like well i don't think it's gonna start (laughs) yeah that's uh that's crazy. I, I don't know about the world of cds because i just like i i'm not as big into cds but like that sounds like the you know the prime area to be to look for certain things that you're looking for music wise again it's not just it's not just cds it's vinyl and cassettes and everything they even have a uh, they even have a little thing they even have like a little uh, thing on the, there called uh vinyl hub where it will tell you it, it will give you your you type in your address and it will tell you shops in your area that oh, sell cool. vinyl and CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. That is awesome. That it's such a nice feature. <laughs> I um I I one of my like um my my traditions that whenever I went to a concert, I would buy the CD of the album they're promoting there and I kept yep. it up for a good while. Yeah, you do that too. I yep. kept it for I kept it for a good while cuz my first ever concert I went to was 3 Days Grace uh, and Finger 11. And um, I was in high school with my mom. Oh, my God, what a, what a time. And um, <laughs> I remember I bought the CD, but then I, that's when I learned, oh, you bought the CD here. Now you get to meet the band, and they'll sign the CD yep. for you. And I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. So, like, that's one of my – I have that album, like, sitting on my um, my dresser right now. It's one of my it's one of my uh, prized possessions, like, signed by all four band members. But, yeah, whenever I go – I tried to get. I went to Gorillas, um, and I got Humans because that was the album they were promoting. I di- I I haven't been good with it lately because I didn't get the Districts album we went to, Tyler. But like I'm trying. To, I got. <laughs> and get then I bought like all their vinyls. <laughs> yeah, you bought like half the merch table. <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, my my newest obsession is uh, Francis of Delirium. Oh, they're so good. They're all I've been it, listening to for the past couple days. They're they're great, Nick. Because like we discovered them there at the show like we didn't know who they were oh ah, okay no, yeah yeah that's that's the best when you yeah, discover from, a band from, that way. i forget what town they said they were from but they're in some random ass town in europe <laughs> yeah, i know that they were from like denmark or norway or something like something one like of them that. like something like that <laughs> but yeah it's really good they're one song I, i'm i'm partial their one song quit fucking around <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, I i love stuff like that like uh like going to like warp tour and stuff and you just find so much which of course doesn't really isn't really a thing anymore but you'd go there and you just be all day just music festival bands and stuff and you're like oh this stuff's actually pretty good over here and then of course you get like a lot of it's like that is the worst shit ever oh my gosh i i know that you're more into like um more he- into like heavier metal than that, that, like, i know most of your cd collection is more heavier metal and stuff like that. yeah are you familiar with ghost so that's a laugh oh man so uh, one of my my my, my latest my my latest uh, CD haul or whatever on TikTok I had <laughs> I had mentioned 
like I'm trying to get more into black metal and stuff. I have known about Ghost for oh boy years now. Yeah. I have seen that. I've seen Papa, whatever the hell his face is. I've seen how his look. I've seen all the ghouls and all the album artworks. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I've and I heard the articles like all oh, the. Uh, the local mayor in Minnesota bans ghosts from playing and all that shit. Yeah. I have seen all of it. I have never, ever heard a ghost song <laughs> until this Mariana shit. So popular on TikTok for all the wrong reasons. And I is literally about getting dome. <laughs> everybody thinks oh it's all about searching for people's inner beauty and shit. Uh, I, I was expecting now. Now it, it's not for me. I'm not gonna shit on it. But as being a person who, for the last five six years, thought this was a black metal band, and then I heard that, I'm like, what the fuck? That is not at all what I was expecting. Everybody's reaction when it comes to Ghost is when you hear a band like Ghost and like the way they look and present themselves and shit, you don't expect them to sound like that. But the funny thing is too about that though is it's still perfect because they still sing about fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, That's the do. greatest part. Is it still is it's it's nice, but it's nice to listen to. But it's like they still sing about fucked up shit. It's like Infinite Annihilator, horrible band name, <laughs> the most messed up lyrics, the most insane, brutal death metal, deathcore stuff. It's awesome because you can't understand them. <laughs> you can't get my old Lego rock band name um, for my band. Uh, and this was one that came up on the randomizer. I shit you not, it was bedtime orgies. <laughs> <laughs> bedtime orgies. And me, me, and my buddy who has been on this podcast before, Adam. Um, we we played into that name so much. We made albums like under the covers, uh, Dutch Oven <laughs> Inferno, and stuff. That's like. great. <laughs> we so, went ham on that. So, so you, so because you're so big, are you, are you are you like deep in like the metal and like and like community and all that stuff? Oh, I mean, it's pretty much like what I mean. World of Warcraft has helped me out with that a little bit, <laughs> but, but typically, typically, like it's pretty much all like I'm consuming is metal. I, I, I've been slowing down a little bit, but uh, it's so I, yeah. I I gotta. I don't listen to it that much. But like, why is everyone so mean to Five Finger Death Punch? Uh, be, okay. Well, I can give you, I can give you a couple, cause they're, cause they're, they're not very, they're, they're very, very, very generic. That's all. Okay. They do, they do nothing that any other band that other bands have either done or have done incredibly better. It's just like they're like you know like <laughs> I would rather listen to Five Finger Death Punch than like you know like a pop song, for sure. Aww. Yeah. But like you know, like if 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 it's a choice between that and stuff. But like for me personally, Ivan Moody, his vocal style isn't for me. I prefer you know a lot heavier sort of thing. I, you know, like deathcore vocals and stuff. But just that whole <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, I, it it was um yeah like I I remember the thing like yeah I don't think Wrong Side of Heaven's that bad and I see a bunch of people sitting like oh they have five for your death punch fuck them I'm like oh also their lyrics get old they they uh, all the songs are the same like every fucking song is about the same shit and it does get very 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 like and again the thing is is I think it's almost like 
if you're a metal band and you can hear every lyric, it's almost a detriment. Because because a lot of the stuff that that is that metal is about and all this stuff, it really does do it really does do a good service to you when you basically have to put your brain in autocorrect where you're like, I think that's what he said, yada yada yada. You know, like <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about. Not too sure. Whatever, you know. But like whenever you can fully understand it, again, like if you were to sing an infinite annihilator song, sing, not scream it you would be mortified and you'd be like, why am I listening to this? But when you hear Dickie Allen scream it, like, I'm, and I'm talking like they're, they have, they have a song called Swinecologist, great name. Not about that at all. Not what you think. What you think is, it, it's way worse. It's way worse than what you think. Because it's not about fucking pigs, it's about fucking children. So you're like, so it's way worse and killing them. And killing them, wow. but oh but you go God. to you go to the lyric video, the lyric video, and I think it has almost a million views, because it is absurd. <laughs> and again, the lyric video does it is a disjustice because you can hear what it's saying, you can read. Oh, when you can read what it's saying, it's even worse. You're like, because then you can because then you can repeat it. <laughs> you can you can read it now when he screams it it's pretty good but when you're like uh, <laughs> you're in court <laughs> and, and you have a <laughs> you have someone reading the testimony it doesn't doesn't read as well yeah, no. the, the, the closest i have like issue with that the closest issue i've come to that was like pretty basic i like disturbed um tell the sickness you know the yeah. mommy red <laughs> i i don't care i will do that bit loud as fucking <laughs> public <laughs> It's so fucking fun. Like, you stupid, abusive fucking whore. Like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. There's so much of that and stuff. So it's like, you know, you want to... Can I... Can I, can I <laughs> before you get deeper, I Googled... Uh, I, I, I went on Spotify and looked up Infinite Annihilator, and I just want to, like, read off the How top many... five songs. <laughs> oh, they're all great. It, 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 can, I, can I try to guess them? Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. Infinite top top five songs. Okay, yeah. so I, I don't know I don't know what they would be in order, but three bastards is probably on the top five. No, it's not actually. Okay, okay. Well, is uh uh well, um, decapitation fornication is without a doubt on there, right? It, it's not actually. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Swine College is on there. It is not. No. Cunt Crusher. That's a horrible yes, one. That one. That one's on. That's the first one I read. I'm like, whoa. Um. Oh man. And then uh, a lot of these names are, are a little. Jesus Christ. I'm just a lot of these names. There is. Is is is. I I can't remember what the hell that album is called, but it's like a purple yes, cover. Yes. Actually, there are three songs from that purple cover. Okay, that's the one that that that's that's their second to last album. I can't remember any of the names on them, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Oh, I, one of them's like seven minutes long. <laughs> uh, Blasphemy, Blasphemian. Yes, Blasphemian is on there. Blasphemian. That's that. Uh, that might be the most popular song. Is it the most popular song? The, it is the second most popular right now. Don't tell me Cunt Crusher is the most popular. Cunt Crusher's at four. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, um. Uh, Necropolis? Necropocalypse? No. Okay. Alright, I'm honestly really surprised Three Bastards and Fornication, Decapitation Fornication isn't on there. Because that was the popular, that was the one that made them 
I heard that one on like XM radio one time with my brother. We're like, what the hell? Whoa! Spotify is weird like that. Me and Malik have done this game before where he's picked a band that I've liked and I've tried to guess their top five and it's like not the songs that I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's it's it, it's based on what people are streaming on there. Uh, do you want to know the other three that, that you didn't get? Yeah, sure. Soil the Stillborn. Soil the Stillborn, of course. Of course <laughs> Soil the Stillborn would be on there. That's, in, that's uh, of course. Unholy Grave Birth. <laughs> Unholy Grave Birth. Is that for, is Ah, oh, yeah. I really don't listen to Infinite Annihilator all that much. I listen to their last album I like a whole how lot. you're backing off. Like, wait, I don't really actually like these guys. No, 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 no. I love Infinite Annihilator. I specifically love Dickie Allen, the vocalist, because he's a, actually a really good dude. What a he, he, I know, right? He calls, they call it his dad, like, helps with the tour when they go on tour, and everyone calls him Papa Dick, which is great. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he's actually a great one. dude. Gotcha. And last one's Child Shooter. <laughs> Child wait, 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 wait. No way. That's the intro song for their last, will... for, the, for their latest album. Basically, I've... what Child Chewer is, is it's a prayer. It is a, it is a full religious prayer, <laughs> but it's Dickie Allen doing it. And it's like this really disturbing sort of sound. And then you got, <laughs> that's what the prayer is. But it is a full lyrically... Uh, it, it is a full, I, it, it's a famous prayer. I forget what it is, but it is a, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. In, incredible. I, 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 I didn't I, think, I, that's why I didn't think that one was going to be on there. Cause it's just an intro and they didn't even write it. Well, that happens. Like gorillas has their nonconformist oath one, which is literally just like the guy saying the oath. And that was pretty popular. Cause it was so like, it was so enjoyable. So entertaining. Huh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's 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 so good. It's everyone it's, always makes the joke that Child Chewer is their religious song, their Christian wholesome Christian song, because it technically, oh. technically is. <laughs> ah, this is oh, <laughs> I might have to listen to them just out of morbid curiosity. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be messed tired. Like I am so fucked in the head. Swinecologist, <laughs> if you actually want like a cool sounding song, because some of their songs are just like brutal for the like. Like stuff on like the purple looking album, like anything on the on the child chewer album, <laughs> I, uh, that one that that's more technical and there's actually like a lot of thought put into the guitars and stuff and the, the songs sound a lot cooler. Like in the song Necropocalypse, there's a point where Dickie Allen just starts like speed rapping, but oh while screaming. Oh my god! And it sounds insane. It sounds incredible. Another good band like that is Arcspire. They're really popular right now, and the whole thing with him is how fast they play. And the vocalist, he said he's inspired by, like, speed rappers, so he... Any Arcspire song you listen to is just fucking... Like, the lyric sheets, like, when you get the album, the lyric sheets are just like, <laughs> what the hell? They're so <laughs> thick. Like, he has to write novels, because he screams so fast. And I feel bad for the people editing, like, the lyric videos, because it's like, whoa! <laughs> it's so... Like, you, like, you have to pause. Like, you can't read faster than this dude can scream. <laughs> like, you have a hard time keeping up. <laughs> that is crazy. God. Um, I, I didn't think I'd be talking, like, hardcore metal with the voice of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing. Like, 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 like life has been very weird. This is... <laughs> going back to... Uh... Going back to Chowder, I, I, I don't want to... I'm sorry to change subjects, but I would... No, 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 please. Like, it's our show. Don't apologize, well, dumbass. Thing that I've been really <laughs> curious about since, like, before we... Like, since this whole bringing Nick onto the podcast even came to mind um, was 
how did you get into voice acting? So the the story behind that is basically uh, when I was like six years old, me and my brother got into modeling, oh, really? like for like for like Gap and you know like 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 child modeling, which when you say it like that sounds incredibly creepy, but we were kids at the time, <laughs> so it's not. But looking back, you're like, who are the big wigs involved in this? This is weird. But <laughs> basically, we did it for a little bit. Peyton had no interest in it, even though he was, even though it was his idea. Peyton, my brother. He, <laughs> um, but I kind of sort of, I didn't like the modeling part. Yeah. The only thing I liked was doing like runway stuff because you could be goofy with it. And I was like, and I was always joking around and being goofy. And some, I guess, at one point there was a casting director from Pastorini Bosby there, who was a casting agent in uh, here in uh, Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. I don't even know if they're still around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, th someone was there and came up to my mom and said, "Well, would he like to? He's got a lot of like, I don't know, like charisma, or he's got like a lot of heart." When it comes to him being goofy as shit <laughs> on the runway, do you think he would like to try acting? And so mom asked me, and I was like six years old or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it was weird. Like, like, a lot of it was definitely my mom going like, of course, my son's going to be an actor. Absolutely. <laughs> she jumped on that opportunity like nothing else. And I'm, and I'm not dogging on my mom. I think it's a great thing. I was just kind of sort of, you know, a young kid. It's like, oh, do I get to be in school less? And, you know, <laughs> cool. Sign me up. You know, so... It was that, and I did a lot of, uh, a lot of independent films, a lot of, like, shitty college student <laughs> films and stuff like that, like, like, I, I did, I did one that wasn't released, but I did, I worked on it so much, and it's actually frustrating, because it wasn't released, but, like, that was, like, my first, like, uncomfortable situations in life, was because of this college student film, like, because one, it's basically, the, the movie was about m me and my, my, my single mother, who, like, at the time was like, I don't know, like 20 years old or whatever. So it was like like seven, eight-year-old Nick with a 20-year-old mom. <laughs> and she was a total drug addict. And, like, the ending of the film is, like, her dying in the bathtub. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you can see where this is going. Yeah. In the bathtub. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Naked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it just so, gets worse. <laughs> so, and then me having to, like, console, like, like freak out because my mom's dead. Uh, oh, my God. I, I, I was, like, that was, like, my first instances of me being, like, like panicky about something because yeah. I was, like, I don't want, the funny thing is, I actually never, that was one of the, that was the, I think that was the last scene that just never got filmed. Because he wasn't sure how he, how, like, because the guy who was making it was also in the film. He was like, he was like the, 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 the shining horse, the white knight that came into the family and was bringing us all together. And he uh, became yeah. good friends with me and all that stuff. And, and I remember shooting the scene after, the, the, the scene after uh, of my mom passing, which is me being at home and him like rushing in and hugging me and telling me it's all going to be okay. And then we were supposed to shoot the scene where... Uh, I had to act with a naked lady. Yeah. And I remember being so fucking scared. Like, so scared. Because I was like, oh, I don't, I, don't, I feel so uncomfortable with that. But then we ended up never doing it. 
and that movie never got released. And I spent like, I want to say like a whole, a whole month of shooting time just going back to, and this was filmed in Austin too, and I live in Houston, so I had to go, it's like a two and a half hour drive. Oh, and did that pretty often That's to go really out terrible. and shoot. It was a fun experience. And again, I remember just dreading, dreading that day. Because it was pretty, it was like, it was in the script. Obviously, I got the full script. And that part was in the script. And, and like, like he talked to me about it. It's like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. It's just a, <laughs> you just, <laughs> like, and, and he, did, uh, the idea was that I was supposed to get really close I forget her name, obviously, and I don't know if she'd ever went to be anything or anything like that, but I remember, like, he wanted us to, like, become, like, good friends, and she was super nice and everything, and everyone was nice, but it's, like, to make me feel more comfortable when that scene came, but I remember thinking, like, this doesn't make anything better. This makes anything, everything worse. Like, now I know her. Like, this is even worse. Why would we, why, why, that is a horrible idea. But it luckily never happened. But it also is a shame because I actually think I did a pretty good job in it. But eh, never, never see the light of the day. It, fun fact: I then I then did a, uh, a um, not a Super Bowl ad, but a football ad with him years later. Oh really? <laughs> yes. That is crazy. <laughs> with that guy years later, and I guess you know. The thing that he went from making films to being in a fucking football commercial, I was like, well, I guess things didn't work out the way they wanted to, but uh, you know, it is what it is. It was a cool dude, though. I remember he got he got effed up by a uh, a cactus because we were filming on the. On the <laughs> he got he got destroyed by a cactus because we were, we had one scene in the like by the by like a train track and there was a. There was a cactus there, and he tripped and fell into it. I remember oh. 30 minutes, 30 minutes of of uh, of his assistant plucking cactus spikes out of his back. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, it was even better because then, right as we got, right as he got recovered, and he took it like a man. He wasn't like a bitch about it or anything. He took, he 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 accepted that cactus ass whooping with grace, and he was like, just get him out of me so we can film. Whenever they got done, the train came, and this train was like 40 minutes long. <laughs> it was so slow and so long. We ended up, I think we only ended up getting like a couple shots done that day because we ran out of light. Because <laughs> oh he man. fell into a cactus, and then a train, a never-ending train came. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Jeez. Uh, it, 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 uh, that was a total digression, and I apologize. Basically, oh, no. that is, no, I just realized no. I have this horrible habit of just talking for hours. Yeah. It's a bad Dude, thing. When we bring on a guest, like, we, it's, it's their time to shine, man. You're doing yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate I, it. Look, I they, did have a, the audience I'm, hears us every yeah. single week. Right? <laughs> Not every week because I've been bad with publishing episodes every week, but like <laughs> these past couple, yeah. these past, like past like month or so. But like, they hear us all the time. Like you know, when you bring somebody, when you bring a guest on, we want you to be able to shine. You know, es essentially. Fair I also, enough. I had a question also circling back to Chowder as well that I, I want to ask. I have I completely forgot until for now. I don't know if you remember this, but like, did. So when Schnitzel had, I'm not asking that Schnitzel question, but like when <laughs> rock hard all the time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> when, when 
when Schnitzel had his lines, did they like just write Rada or did they like? So there write is out? there's been a lot of contingency about this lately because I <laughs> uploaded the video of uh, mm. of 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 the actual lyrics to the theme song, which have his lyrics written. Yeah. That was never supposed to be Rada Rada Rada. That was Rada Rada Rada, the day of. <laughs> oh, really? The like second take. John sang it. John sang it normally, the first who takes, and then everybody in the room, we came to a collective decision that this is weird. <laughs> so he said, rada, rada, rada. Now, there are a very few instances in the script where it will say rada, like, and it will give an example of how he should be saying it. Like, there are a few times in, like, a script where it'll say rada, and then in parentheses it'll say, like, saying no. Okay. <laughs> like 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 Rada and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, as far as like the, the Rada, as far as like the actual like phonetic Rada 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 Radas, nothing. Yeah, it is okay. all it is all interpretation. The question I get a lot is, what did Schnitzel say in that joke? What was that's, the dirty jerk? That's what I was gonna ask. That was what the I was gonna ask. The dirty joke. And and my response is always this: the joke is that you don't know the joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, one of the one of the biggest ones that I could have easily have asked was the one from uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but it's the one where they're all sitting around and Schnitzel's telling a story and he's just like rada 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 and then he starts jiggling his thumb. Going, Pink, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we meant. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was gonna ask. Like, oh my god, because like, because like I think because I always wondered like since like you had a response like, but I don't get it. Why is it not until you're older that I felt okay? maybe there is something there but like i was just so curious about that like if like, <laughs> it's so funny it, there. it's actually kind of funny because i think recently oh you know what that might be that might be a reason why i actually have the i actually have a storyboard the storyboard for sing beans which is what that episode is from right here and i had somebody asking me about that and i think that might be why they want it <laughs> <laughs> just to figure out is what just, like like I'm actually curious because they'll they'll sometimes have their uh, well they have the lines on the episodes too so I'm actually I'm actually yeah, like pretty the curious you gave me just yeah. like he drags Mung in yeah well that was a good one because it looked like he killed him I, it, does. it looks like he's about to just bash him with some frying yeah it, 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 lo it looks like chatters about I just thought that was so funny it looks like uh Looks as if, exactly. So, oh, we got the Pac-Man transition. That's always great. But yeah, typically, it, I don't even know if I, um, if I ad-libbed, if I ad-libbed that line or something, but, because sometimes I would do that too. Okay, I'm actually getting close to it. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm at the part where Mung's trying to tell a joke and Chowder just can't stop laughing even though Mung hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like... Like, what? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Schnitzel says, rada, 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 and then in parentheses it says, worried, saying, because Ida can't tell it, because Chowder's here. Oh, I'm sure it's perfectly fine for children, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then he, then cut to, it happens, Schnitzel telling story, and then says, rada, 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 telling story, and then, oh, you naughty boy, naughty, naughty, naughty boy, naughty boy. <laughs> okay. And then Chowder, blah, 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 blah. I don't understand. So why did I tell you when you're older? So yeah, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of funny. One of my favorite chowder jokes is the uh, is 
the I, I guess it's the one that got memed on TikTok a little while back. It's the uh, it's the please no chowder please. Oh yeah yeah no. yeah yeah yeah. Please what the <laughs> what the I love how genuine that is. That 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 what the is so incredible. I think another one, one that that people right. talk about that that I love again not my performance. But it's like uh, it's like the animation one where it's like uh, well, you know what that means like oh your wife's gonna kill you <laughs> no no even worse uh, what I don't know what no, he, no, <laughs> he like gives no, up he's like with like just, just the way John because John did that that like cat character they talked to and just the way John delivered the what is that I don't know I give up he just totally disinterested like within a second <laughs> <laughs> he just does not care anymore I love it. There's there's three that I absolutely adore. Um, the one uh, one of my personal favorites is when Chowder gets that cream puff in his hand. And oh, I've had a lot of people <laughs> ask me about that one too recently. I think one of one of my favorite moments from that because just how you delivered it is when like he's like Mo Chowder you can't put more in there. He goes I want to help the world. Oh Lordy, yeah. <laughs> oh that, <my> that, <laughs> that was that was that the was that the episode where I go helpful or whatever yeah, it's the like, hell. Bitter. Okay, like, so yeah, no, that was, no, yeah, help. So yeah. that was that was that was my mother's favorite episode. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, that was that was my mom's favorite episode. I think it was just because like because the way I said helpful and shit like that. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's awesome. that there's the mold bit where it's like better better and then like get off me get off me get off me get off me. It's like punching on the mold guy, and then my oh mother, right 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 yeah 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 yeah. And then my last favorite one is, it's actually, it's, it's, I think like Chowder asks Mung, like, Mung, what if you weren't married? He goes, if I wasn't oh, married. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. And he just gets, he, he just gets so happy. He like, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> one, one line that I quote all the time from Chowder is, um, and it, 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 it was just a random character's line. It wasn't like any of the main characters or anything like that. It's the scene where Chowder like runs underneath, um, what, what was the city called again? I'm blanking on that. Marzipan? Yeah. Yes. They, he runs underneath Marzipan chasing somebody for money, and he's like, get back here with my $300, and the guy just goes, $300? That's outrageous. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that was John again. $300? That's outrageous. I, I say $300, that's outrageous more times than I can admit, or than I would like to admit in my life. <laughs> People are always surprised whenever, whenever they find, what's it, what's because I get asked a decent amount of, well, what's your favorite, like, line of thing my favorite line from chowder is not one of mine at all because why would it be but it, it it's a throw it's a total throwaway thing and it's, and it's the silliest gag in the world to me and I, I reference it a decent amount with my friends but the uh what is it um schnitzel i forget the na name of the episode but it's like the episode where schnitzel like gets weak and has to like become oh. strong again yeah and lift up the 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 the, the, the lead block yeah there's a montage where he's, you know, like the awesome montage of him getting strong again. And <laughs> the end of the montage is him like in a, like a canyon full of boulders. And he punches a boulder and it explodes. And he walks out of frame. And the second he walks out of frame, one of the boulders grows a mouth and goes, Holy moly, did you just see what happened to Steve? <laughs> This is the most messed up shit ever. <laughs> I, I, uh, underrated character, Gorgonzola's, like, teacher. He was funny as shit. <laughs> like, I oh, forgot right. he was only, he was only in, like, a few episodes. 
Yeah, like yeah, like he was he was wearing like he was wearing like a white tank top and like like a beer gut yeah. and stuff like that, right? <laughs> like a grosser character looking. Yeah, he like they like pretend to be Chowder and Gorgonzola to win the like thing. It's like, oh, it's a dance competition. He just picks up Mung and starts twirling in a circle. <laughs> yes. Horizontally. Oh, he was like, you're a little screw up, making my little screw up, screw up. Yeah, I I remember that one. Yeah, that one. I remember uh, uh, like, when Chowder like you know when Chowder was obviously on TV airing all the time. It seemed like Cartoon Network went in groves of two really big shows at like that were big at the time um you know there was um like it, it started off with a bunch of them like you know you got your ed ed netties your kid mm-hmm. kids next doors and stuff like that grim adventures of billy and mandy then it got to a weird point in, like 2007 where it was like chowder and flapjack were the two mm-hmm. biggest shows on the at the time fever dream that was flapjack. so i recently going through all the scripts and stuff i i probably couldn't find it now but I recently actually found the script for uh, the promotion, the promotions we did. Oh, whenever, really? whenever Flapjack would promote Chowder, and then we would promote Flapjack. That uh, wait, that actually happened? Yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. I do yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. We 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 they they we 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 cross promoted. That is awesome. I never met anyone from the show, but it was it was it was a really cool thing to do. I actually was more into that stuff. Like, obviously, the show was great, but I, I love, like, the promotional stuff because a lot of it was actually really well-written still. Yeah, I mean, mm. like, Cartoon Network's always had cool promotions like that. Like, there was the... One of the big ones that, that I remember was there was a random time slot in Nickelodeon where Cartoon Network invaded the commercial slot. And it was like, you know, it was Double D saying, like, oh, Johnny, like, jo- talking to Johnny Bravo. He's like, Johnny, we're not even supposed to be on this channel. <laughs> that's like awesome. That. I'm like, that's so creative. <laughs> that is so cool. Johnny Bravo, that's another good one. <laughs> that is a very good show. That's another good one. But yeah, like the the thing that I'm trying to say though is like you know, at the time it started. I feel like Chowder and Flapjack were the two that really started that because they they were the two big shows on at the time, and then preceding that I would say would have been Regular Show and Adventure Time, like they were the two big shows on at the time, and then from there it kind of went back to just like a mishmash of a bunch of different. It was, well, it's, it's funny because I, I always I always I always I always put Steven Universe and Gumball together. Yeah. Although I'm sure yeah. those two uh, were really big. <laughs> Yeah, like around the same right. time, which again, I think oh. right now it's probably like Craig of the Creek and like really what else? Craig of the Creek's fantastic. Oh Teen Titans God. Go is running Cartoon Network right now. I'm sorry, it really? but it is. That's all they play. I did see that. I did see because I guess I don't know, but I, I, it's somewhere it, someone, one of my close friends who's still in the business linked me a thing saying that that Chowder was going to be put back on Cartoon Network. Yeah, they're doing, um, right now they're currently doing, uh, you know, it's Cartoon Network's birthday month, so um, <clears throat> they're playing a lot of the old shows right now. Like, I was literally just watching Ed, Ed and Eddie on Cartoon Network before we started this podcast. That's um, sick, but when I was when I was looking through it, I saw, I, t- I noticed that. I saw, even still, they're still showing a ridiculous amount of Teen Titans Go. There was a weird yep. period of time about two years ago where the entire Cartoon Network lineup was all Teen Titans Go. Like, all throughout the day brutal. into the night. It was it was bad. But then they started branching off, and now they're, you know, they're adding, they're including a bunch of different shows in now. But, um, like, the thing is with Cartoon Network is that, like, they have a lot of shows on backlog. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shows, like, there was a period of time where Cartoon Network was airing shows that, like, on on their YouTube channel, they were airing shows that, like, they were th- they were considering picking up, and a lot of people were fans of them. I remember Infinity Train was one of the big ones um, that got picked up. I saw that on YouTube, like, years before that show aired. 
um, just because they like it, it's almost like a precursor to the show being on Cartoon Network. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was really cool, but like, I, I wish they would delve more into stuff like that. I feel it feels almost like Cartoon Network doesn't really take as much risks as they mm. did back then. You know. Well, I mean, why why do you need to take risks whenever you can play Teen Titans Go all day? Apparently, that's true. I feel like what really burned them was because I'm sure you probably remember this because I think it was around the time that Chowder was airing um, when they started going into CN Real. If you remember. oh oh that's oh not that's that's God. that's that's what killed Chowder. Really? Oh yeah, that's God. what that's that, there was a whole thing. There was a whole thing about that. The fact that the reason why uh, shows like Cart- like Cart- no, like Chowder and Flapjack got canceled is because they wanted to go into a more teenage oriented um, uh, programming, and then it ended up giving them their like worst physical years in like the sh- company's history or something like that. And then they they reverted back. Shows like Dude, What Would Happen yeah. and fucking See, Brain yeah. Rush. <laughs> See now the I one yeah. show back, with back, Andrew back. WK for some reason. <laughs> that one was back. weird. I, I feel Bex actually really liked Tower Prep. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what that really one is. Solid, it was a really solid. It was pretty much just like X Men, but like if the school was evil. <laughs> like, essentially. The only one I the only one I remember was the one with Andrew WK. Yeah. Because Andrew WK was in it. I'm like, what the was, fuck? That was Destroy Build Destroy, if I remember correctly. Or YK. I remember that one. Um, Destroy Build Destroy. That's right. That's yeah. What, what started that whole block? I feel like was that movie. Um, get animated i believe it was called about the uh, about the kid who had the he, he, the whole premise of it is that the kid had there was like a really famous animator kind of like a walt disney style thing and he got like brain surgery or whatever and he got this world famous animator's brain and then all the cartoons <laughs> would appear to him they made a show I about it too called this. out of my head or something like that or out of jimmy's head or something like that um, I feel like that's what started it all. I TV. think I vaguely, I think not only do I vaguely remember that, I think I met all those people. Did you really? I, I remember at the, I remember they were at the, um, they were at the premiere of, uh, of Chowder. Because we had this big, like, outdoor premiere yeah. for Chowder. I forget where it was, some place in L.A. And I remember having to go up and talk for a bit, and that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm good at recording, but p- speaking in front of people was horrifying. Man, if only you would have known how, how much you stood in the presence of greatness, because that kid that played Jimmy was also in The Sun in Wild Hogs with Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Why? I don't even... I don't... I oh! Why? I know Wild Hogs. You want to know why? That was one of the few movies I walked out of. <laughs> See, that movie is a guilty pleasure movie because my mom loves that movie. So when me and her have movie nights, occasionally that gets picked, and then, like... I, I will admit, I do like it because at the time that I watched it, I thought it was good, but, like, it's definitely a guilty pleasure movie. I can see why a lot of people do not like it. <laughs> me, me and mom walked out of that one. I remember, it's funny. You're, you have a cherished memory of, you know, you and your mom watching it. I have a cherished memory of me and my mom walking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the last movie I think I didn't stay all the way through for was, because they took me to see when I was really young. It was Jurassic Park 3. And my really? parents knew I loved Jurassic Park. I just fell asleep, like, because I was like... Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I think we left. <laughs> well, Jurassic Park 3 is not a great film, either. I, I enjoy it now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Got, it's got Personally. Issues. See, me and my yeah. buddy Tim talked about this on the podcast before. What exactly is so bad about Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> uh, well, the the fact is that the script wasn't finished, and that they, uh, they, they were rewi- they, rewiting it, rewriting it as they were filming. 
I, I say they I didn't know what they wanted to do with it. This day, William H Macy said it best when promoted the movie. He actually legitimately said in an interview promoting the movie that the movie is like piloting a million dollar boat without a rudder. Without a rudder. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just it, the problem with that film is just that it, it is especially the second half is just so aimless. It's just them chilling out in the woods. Like there's there's the um there's the the like when you like talking about like B like horror movies and stuff there's the trope of oh it's a lost in the woods film. Jurassic Park 3 it might be the highest budgeted lost in the woods film. Yes, 100%. Because like it starts off so awesome and so amazing and then they just never leave the island. It's, <laughs> they... it's, when they meet, it's when they finally meet up with the kid. I feel like it's yes. downhill from Oh, me. I 100% agree with that. I 100% agree with that. It's all fun and games until they meet up with Eric, and then Eric ruins it. <laughs> well, because Eric, okay, the problem with Eric, too, is the fact that it's like, yeah, right, you know? Like, you can only suspend your disbelief so much, even in a movie like where there's dinosaurs. You're like, okay, I believe that there's dinosaurs. I can accept that. I'm not going to accept the fact that an 11-year-old kid has survived, like, months on this island with dinosaurs. I'm just not buying it. <laughs> no, there's no way. And then, then he has that line about, like, the fact that, like, like uh, I got this stuff that, that scares the little ones away. And Dr. Yeah. Allen's like, like what is like, this, T-Rex P? He's like, yeah. He's like, how'd you get it? You, you don't want to know. Horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds. That sounds. Like, how has that not been? Like, I feel like that animated series was like pitched. That TV series, like Eric's time on the island. I feel like that was pitched in some boardroom. Like, hey, let's just make a, a cartoon oh, about Eric or something. Or I think if like the movie did movie. better, it would have. It probably got somebody yeah. fired. I, That's for I sure. think. I, I think but, if the movie did better, because because Jurassic Park three did was I think the worst of the three or of all of them now financially, oh, which is also actually and it's I think because of that. Oh really? Did the yeah, oh. I checked Dominion ha was had worse rate had like slightly worse ratings than No, not ratings but well, not ratings. Oh, I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm yeah, talking about I'm, I'm talking about box office. I think Jurassic yeah. Park 3 made the least. Dominion wasn't I saw that too. That was not very good. I, I went to the theaters to see that. <laughs> I, I, I like Dominion. I, I also like Dominion, but I do see. Like, I, I did find myself checking the time and being like, "Oh wow, this is still going." Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the, the, I thought all the stuff with the old characters was. I was so excited to to, to have Doctor Alan Grant, Sam Neil. I love that dude so much, and then this just fucking about with crickets. The whole that's all they did, and I was I, I, like, man. Man, what a way! And then, and then they get like trapped in the in the water caves, which was weird. Which I thought Spinosaurus was gonna show up, but it was just, just a, they should have just threw John DiMaggio in there and just went like, Ellie, we gotta just we gotta <laughs> stop the locust. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's been a long shot. I think on that note, we should probably start wrapping up. Yeah, I mean, we could easily keep this going forever. Yeah, because I, you I, really I have could. I feel like I, I haven't also, answered any questions. I feel like you just asked yourself, and I just got on have. I also <laughs> have to pee really badly, Tyler. You've answered, I think you've answered a good bit, but you know, we can oh, always yeah, bring no. you back. Like, hey, well, I will. I'm anytime you guys want me back, I'm absolutely happy to do it. Awesome. Yeah, we're so glad well, thank you've you, taken uh, your podcast virginity. Yeah, seriously. That's one thing that the audience doesn't know about because we talked about it before recording. Yeah, uh, this is Nick's first yeah. podcast, everybody. First podcast. Yep. Hey. We've done it. We've done it. We did the. We did the. Like you know, it wasn't obviously a podcast, but we did like the live stream. Yeah. Uh, me and you, Tyler, and that yeah. was. Uh, 
That was fun. That was fun. We should do another one of those. Those are fun. So now so I got to ask, how were we? Oh, you guys are great. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fun to talk to. That's why I'm going off on tangents, because you guys are really fun and That's easy to talk to. We love to hear. We love to hear. Thank you so much for being on Ha! It's a podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, I, I imagine there's a couple things. Uh, just the, the the usual about you know, hey, I'm trying to sell all my belongings <laughs> to have space for myself. Yeah, uh, guys, if you're if you're a fan of Transformers out there, I, I've said this on TikTok already, but like, if you're a fan of Transformers, go to Nick's uh, eBay page. He He's got a lot of great stuff that's really hard to find, and he he's super reasonable with his prices, which is yeah. I, I try to price everything as reasonable as I can, and if you also happen to be a fan of chowder and all that stuff, message me, and I will get you a signed storyboard panel and put it in with your order. And I and I have them all laid out now to the point where, yeah, I can. Some episodes I don't have, but I can if you like. Oh, I want one from this episode. You can tell me, and I can find it. You know, I'm definitely buying another transformer from you, Nick, because I'm <laughs> trying to get the one from the uh, from the episode where where the, where with the no money means no animation. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I recently I had to go through that one recently, so it's here somewhere. <laughs> I know I still have it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna be buying from you soon because you put aside some transformers for me. Oh yeah, that's right. I still got your. Uh, my my custom jazz that I, I my my incredible work and this awesome sound wave figure. Yeah, I I, I don't collect transformers. So. <laughs> well, I I don't either anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to Infinite Annihilation. I got I got I, I, Infinite Annihilator. I mean, this is you you've piqued my morbid interest. Swinicologist, that's the best one. It sounds the coolest. Don't look up the lyrics. <laughs> don't, don't look him up. Fair warning. <laughs> the problem is, I think Dickie Allen actually enunciates pretty well on that one, so you might hear some of it. No. <laughs> but yeah, the Nick, course is amazing. Thank you again for hopping on. Really appreciate. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. It was super fun. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you another thank you because you've been you've been nothing but like a great friend since I met you. Ah, oh, well, I'm absolutely. So glad, I'm so glad to have met you. I know, I and you're I you're awesome to talk to as well, man. I feel like I'm being two-timed. Hold up. I feel like I'm being cheated on right I, now. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to, to start another new friendship. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, my God. So thank you again so much, man. Again, I'm so happy to be back on the show as well. Cause, yeah, I'm so yeah. glad to have you back, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Again, hot a podcast that full strength even more. But, yes, thank you, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, those who are going to be on for joining us for another episode. And we'll see you for many, many more. So you take the moon and you take – I'm all right. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> take care, everyone. Yeah. Goodbye.